0: The Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello everyone. Hello. Welcome hello. to uh, hello. Maybe I don't know if we should number this one, or if it's just <laughs> yeah. like a bonus episode. This, this, yeah, like,
1: like this episode doesn't count in our in our catalog of worship ministry catalyst podcast. This, this is this is like episode one fifty seven A or B.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or. But it is who we are. I mean, this like it's a pretty significant part of us in yeah. the show. And so like no, for the, everyone this, who listens. This
1: know. is a, a special episode, you know. Um, I'm I'm excited about it. David sent me a text and he's like, Hey, you wanna do a special episode? Uh, that has nothing to do with yeah. worship. <laughs> <laughs> so if you yeah, if you yeah. are someone who is really wanting to hear Worship Worship helpful
0: uh, tips about how to survive your worship ministry yeah if you're this week. yeah
1: if you're wanting to hear like you know boy you know what well what do <laughs> i sorry my my microphone is kind of i'm good um you, you know if uh if you're wanting to hear like what do i do you know what do i do with all those cantankerous contentious people who you know criticize me day in and week in and week out and and, uh, yeah, if you want to hear some really godly wisdom if on If you're all... looking
0: for help with, with mixing, if you're looking for <laughs> help with planning a worship set, if you're looking for help with how to lead volunteers—
1: yeah, if you if you're wanting to do any of that, go back through our other 150 episodes because this, this episode is, this episode is not for you. This is not it. <laughs> this is not one of those episodes. Yeah. we have lots and lots of episodes that deal with all those things. But
0: so if this is not this, if this is a numbered episode, this is episode 147. Oh, 147. So I said I said yeah. 157. So that Whoops. means there are 146 other episodes with high quality content. Oh. Yeah. where you can go, where you can go get that this this week. This this is not going to be the new norm. This is just a no. one week thing. This is a one time only. There's a there's kind of a special big thing happening. Drum roll please. In the life of us between between David and Kevin, and that is
1: the national championship, the college football playoff national championship game happening on Monday. We
0: just lost the entire international <laughs> audience.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> So everyone in Australia, go ahead and turn off your uh, turn off your podcast now. We're not,
0: yeah, we're not talking about soccer. We're not we're not talking about uh, um, I don't know playing rugby conspiracy theories and yeah, no, events no, of stuff happening around the world. No, we're talking about the biggest piece of news probably to ever hit this podcast bum, bum, bum. and be relevant between David dun, dun, and Kevin. Dun, 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 because dun, dun. the Ohio State Buckeyes. Hello. Some By some miracle, <laughs> <Are> <laughs> that playing, is yet to be understood, are yeah. playing in the national championship game <laughs> against the Oregon Ducks. Oregon
1: Ducks, yeah. And so for those of you who have listened to our podcast for a long time, uh, you know that David and I, we're, we're both college football fans, and we'll often spend the first five or even 10 minutes of, a, of an episode talking about uh, college football, talking about I, I'm a huge Ducks fan, David is a huge uh, Buckeyes Bucs, fan. Yep. And so we'll often end up spending, you know, several uh, moments before anything relevant on worship <laughs> talking about uh, college football. Yeah, yeah. And as it happens to turn out. Right. Where were we?
0: The first ever inaugural <laughs> championship game. Yeah. Yeah. So the computer
1: just crashed. That's that's why. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Who cares about computers when you got yeah. when you got this thing going on? So um,
0: so um, when the Buckeyes beat Alabama, hello, I sent Kevin a text that just yeah. said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's going to happen now? I mean, is this like the end of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast? Because oh,
1: man. Because if one, I mean, one of us has to win and one yeah, of us has yeah, to lose. a winner
0: or loser. And I mean, how's, how are we going to oh, handle no. that? Oh,
1: no. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Can we still be friends? I don't know. I don't Can know. Can we? I
0: mean I mean that's a pretty big deal uh-huh. to both of us. <laughs> pretty pretty near and dear to each of our hearts.
1: Yeah. So no, so um yeah, the uh the Buckeyes making it and the ducks making it. So yeah, so we thought we would just devote an episode because this has never happened before. Right. I'm um, the closest thing is the rose bowl. The rose bowl in a couple 2010, years ago. Yeah. Um which, which but that was, was just the rose bowl. Uh, yeah, this is the first ever inaugural college football yeah. playoff national championship. It's the Rose Bowl is
0: a big deal, but I mean, this is a pretty big deal. This is a huge because people have been wanting playoffs a long, a long time. time. They've been they've been hoping for a system that kind of took out the uh, the opinions and all that stuff and just made it about football, which is not quite there yet. No, because the Buckeyes did it <laughs> in <laughs> the no, top but, four. But,
1: but I but. think I think that that right there goes to show. That to me, the playoff system is a success.
0: Right, because there's no SEC team in the first uh, national championship game. It yeah. worked. <laughs> no, because
1: because if you would have if you would have done the old system, it would have been Alabama and Florida State mm-hmm. in in the national championship yep. game. And who's not in the national championship game? Alabama, Alabama and Florida, Florida State. State.
0: And Florida State would have been ranked in number one because they were undefeated.
1: Yeah, because the, the computers right. would have seen that as a metric of right. you know. So, so for those of you who don't follow college football, and if you're actually still listening to this episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> just to explain, for, what, seven or eight years, the BCS system, how long was the BCS system in place?
0: Yeah, It was, it was close was to, it, it might have been a little bit longer. Ten like years? About ten years, maybe.
1: So the old system, which which I s- still don't fully understand. I remember one time asking, I'm like, David, explain this to me, you know. Um, but the old system basically used... Uh, um, how they would rank, uh, how they would rank teams is they would have um, a series of computers mm-hmm. that would rank the teams, and these computers measured all these different metrics like you know win loss category, mm-hmm. um, you know points for points against, mm-hmm. um, strength of schedule, strength of schedule.
0: But all the polls that brought in factored in all the polls that were taken.
1: So yes, yeah, so the computers w- w- were one piece of it. And then they had like the AP poll, which was a piece of it. And then mm-hmm. there was another poll that was a coaches, pe- poll, coaches' poll
0: and the USA Today poll. Yeah, and
1: so and so they would take all these polls and all these computers, and they'd average everything out. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, once everything averaged out, uh, they they would use that number, you know, uh, to determine how to rank the right. opponents. Yeah. Which sounds like a great idea, right? On paper.
0: Except, Until you have a team like Florida right, State yeah.
1: that goes undefeated, and
0: Alabama, who the whole system was naturally bent towards benefiting the SEC,
1: yeah, strength of schedule because
0: it was made up by the SEC and the ESPN was where the BCS was birthed out of. Mm-hmm. So it was naturally bent to benefit. That's why there was almost always an SEC team in the national championship game. Not so now, always. That, but now but we almost. got now
1: we got the conspiracy theorists, yeah, yeah, yeah. conspiracy theory here. And, but now, yeah. So now, uh, again, if you're actually still listening to this um, and you don't know much about college football, we're going to try to explain. So that whole system is gone. Mm -hmm. Computers and polls and averages and metrics. It is now 11, is it 11 human beings or is it 10? I think it's 11. 11. It's 11 humans sitting in a room and they basically kind of go through who is the best team mm-hmm. who are the best four teams in the country and you know let's look at everything and of course they look at strength of schedule mm-hmm. and of course they look at win loss ratios mm-hmm. and of course they look at and all the, the
0: quality th- of win
1: quality of win which right. I think is why and how Ohio State got into number I think four. that's
0: part of it I think the other big reason Ohio State jumped up into the number four slot was a judgment from the committee to the big 12. For not having the championship a championship game, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And so I was like, I think, I think that was part of why it's like, okay, we're gonna put, we're gonna put a, the Big Ten champion in there because they had a championship game.
1: Yeah, as opposed to this whole co-champion, you know, baloney. Right. Because how
0: do you decide between like a number four and a number six team who tie? For to be the champions of the conference, you mm-hmm. you just can't make that decision. So really, it's easier to go with someone else.
1: Of course, all the uh all the TCU fans are pulling their hair out, you know, saying, right. "Hey, we beat Baylor," mm-hmm. or or was it the opposite? Did Baylor beat TCU? I can't remember.
0: Oh, I think TCU ended up beating Baylor.
1: Right, and then TCU stomped all over was was it Wisconsin or whoever they played in the bowl game? No. Um, no, sorry, you guys played. Um,
0: no, we played Wisconsin for the put- championship game. Wisconsin beat Auburn.
1: That's who it was. Yeah. Who did TCU, TCU played someone? And just, it was like Mississippi State. And just like killed like them, yeah. yeah. No, but, but the, the point being that y- you have a lot of TCU fans who are saying, hey, this is unjust. This is unfair. Mm-hmm. It's not our fault that the commissioner of the Big, Tw- uh, the Big 12 uh, can't do a, a conference champion mm-hmm. uh, because actually NCAA, NCAA rules state you have to have 12 teams in your conference in order to do a conference championship. To
0: require a championship.
1: Oh, is it? They a...
0: can petition to have a championship game.
1: Oh, see, I didn't know that. But
0: if if you have 12 teams, then you it's required,
1: to.
0: I think. Yeah, if I'm so, understanding that correctly.
1: Yeah, you know, a good thing for whoever the big 10, 12 commissioner is, he's mm-hmm. got to get on that. And whatever it takes to get a championship game, because I agree, I think the College Football Playoff Selection Committee I think they said Ohio State absolutely destroyed Wisconsin mm-hmm. in the Big Ten game. Big 12 has no championship game. Um, and that, I think, was just enough to put Ohio mm-hmm. State number four, give them a shot at playing Alabama, and then, and then
0: they win. We beat Alabama.
1: What? <laughs> and who saw that coming? Not me.
0: You talk to any number of people around here. I said, I'm not expecting to win. I'm anticipating a loss. And um, we get, you know, what, halfway through the second quarter and Ohio State's down 21-6. I'm like, okay, this is what I expected. Right, game over. And then all of a sudden, we we come back and get within one point at halftime. So we go into halftime and I'm all stressed out and, like, amped up because I'm like, we can actually win this game. There's a chance (laughs) we can win. So then the whole second half was, like, the most stressful Uh, half of football for the whole year wow but But, you guys did it you guys
1: beat the juggernauts alabama you beat alabama yeah the the four times they've won four times in the last 10 years or something like that The
0: tide no longer rolls this year
1: no and if there's any alabama fans listening this is nothing against you
0: nope except that we're big 10 pac 12 guys and we hate the sec just like like besides that just like (laughs) Just like if you're in the SEC, you know, Big Ten is a naughty word around your dinner table. You just don't bring up the Big you Ten. You don't yeah. say
1: it. You don't say it. No, I mean, it, it. So, I think it was about two months ago, maybe a month and a half ago. Remember, you were at Laurelwood. Uh, we were having that lunch thing with mm-hmm. the other worship pastors, and and I remember. I mean Ohio State was rolling. Mm-hmm. This is before they lost their second quarterback. Right, right. Uh uh JT Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um so JT Barrett was rolling. I mean looking great. Ohio was winning. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying something like, "Hey, you know there's a there's a there's a chance we might be in the playoffs together." Yep, and yep. I remember thinking like, "Yeah, probably no, not. not. <laughs> probably not." And then it happened. It happened. Not not only, see, I thought, okay, maybe maybe Oregon and Ohio State plays in a semifinal game mm-hmm. like the Rose Bowl. But no way they meet together for the national right. championship yeah. game. Right. It happened. Yeah. It happened.
0: And if you don't know the the thing that makes it so surprising for Ohio State is that first we started off the season with our second string quarterback because our first string quarterback all-American Braxton Miller yeah. got hurt two weeks. Now, Done. I was never a Braxton Miller fan, so I was glad to kind of not have him in the game. We lost to Virginia Tech the third game. And and from that point on, everyone just wrote off Ohio right. State. Well, they, and because, yeah.
1: you know, it, it, I don't want to say it was an ugly loss, but, you know, it's not the kind of loss that you would expect from a national championship right. team, you know, losing to Virginia Tech. And...
0: But then I think, you know, I think immediately almost, you know, the next two weeks, you know, just just like flip the switch and all of a sudden JT Barrett's throwing for like 500 yards <laughs> right. and, and like six touchdowns. I mean, and, and actually like, um, he was, he was ahead of Marcus, uh, Mariota when he got injured in oh. terms of touchdowns, he was accountable
1: for Really? I yeah, didn't know He that. was
0: one touchdown ahead of, of Mariota wow. for his touchdowns. And then, and then in the Michigan game, mm. the last game of the season, mm. He breaks his ankle.
1: Ah, uh, gone. And done. so, so
0: we don't have our first string quarterback. We don't have our second string quarterback.
1: And so you go in the bag and get number three. Which number three. You put you put a great quote on on a Facebook. Uh, Kirk uh, Cur- Herbstreit. Right. It says, how many of you even know the name right. of your third quarterback? I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I I know we we have Marcus Mariota. We have Jeff Lockie. and I don't know who number three right. is. Right. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and so. For the Big Ten championship game,
1: this, this is the game for all the marbles right here. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're starting a third string quarterback who's
1: never played, <laughs> who's never
0: played, other than coming in, you know, towards the end of the yeah, game when we're center. way ahead. Yeah, right. And so, and he and we beat Wisconsin like fifty nine to nothing,
1: unbelievable in the championship
0: game. And and, and, so, th- and this
1: is the, this isn't just like a a, a a Patsy game. This isn't like a, a, a Wisconsin team that is no good. This is a great team.
0: That won their division.
1: Yeah, yeah, a, a great team that then went on to win their bowl game against Auburn. Auburn, yeah, um, yeah, and and they had Melvin Gordon, who was a Heisman finalist. I mean, who they,
0: Auburn was up until up up until the end of the season, all the championship games. Auburn was a number one in strength of schedule. They had the toughest schedule. Oh, did they? Yeah.
1: So so it's not it's not like you know um this this wasn't any kind of a given game at all. In fact, I think a lot of people and all. I'll admit it. Might, I'll admit it. Myself included. I <laughs> thought they were going to lose. I did too. You're running. You're going against Melvin Gordon, one of the best running backs that we've seen in years. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a third-string quarterback who's never played, started a game, let alone a Big mm-hmm. Ten championship game. And you're like, okay, well, it was a nice run. You know, yep. there's always next year, right? But that's then, what everybody's thinking. And then they win, and so then they squeak in and get number four, mm-hmm. and they get matched against Alabama. Alabama. And everyone's like, ah. <sighs> bummer
0: yeah and and then the conversation continues well it's just the big 10 is just weak this year that's why ohio state was able to beat um beat wisconsin the way they did
1: so so let let's play this game here all right let's flesh this out because you know everyone myself included and you know i'm doing everyone in quotation marks even though you can't (laughs) see it um you know everyone thinks ohio state's gonna lose the big 10 game everyone Mm -hmm. thinks ohio state's gonna lose Alabama Mm -hmm. and right now the general consensus is Alabama or sorry I keep saying Alabama Ohio (laughs) State sorry Ohio State lose the Big Ten Ohio State lose against Alabama Mm -hmm. and right now the general consensus is that Ohio State is going to lose against Oregon I think that's kind of the natural the national perception is that Oregon's going to win and obviously I'm an Oregon fan Mm -hmm. and so I'm biased and obviously I think Oregon's going to win but but Ohio State has done nothing but prove the critters wrong all season. Mm-hmm. Could this be could this be possible that they win this game and prove everyone wrong? I think it's possible.
0: I think it's I think it can happen. I'm still on the side. I just don't think it's likely. And and the reason I say but that But
1: Alabama was a good team though. Alabama was a good Wisconsin team. Wisconsin was a good team. But They I'm can just, beat good teams. Can they beat Oregon?
0: I don't think so. Oh, The the reason is is because um When, you know, because Oregon is like Ohio State offensively and, or I should say like Ohio State was with JT Barrett, JT Barrett offensively, Yeah. because and I was talking to my brother about this before he got hurt and I was like, it's really hard to defend Ohio State right now because, because we've got a good line that's playing well together. We've got yeah. a big running back that, yeah. that's, that's rushing for 150, 200 yards a game. And, and we've got JT Barrett who can run and he can throw yeah. and he's throwing, they're throwing three or four touchdown passes and running for one or two. And it's like, that's really hard to defend when you've got all these options that you got to go. Well, now we're like, we're, we're shrunk back down because the chances of Cardale Jones running are smaller than they were with JT. He's Barrett. a big
1: dude though. Like he, he's he, big.
0: He's hard to bring down. I was
1: going to say, I saw him run, you know, in a, a couple of those, uh, uh, runs I think against Wisconsin and I mean he he's like a bigger version of cam Newton, just mm-hmm. like he's just uh, yeah and people are just like like hanging on to him trying right. to drag him down <laughs> or you like know? you
0: can see some of the small guys those there this happened a couple of times and uh, against Alabama, and you can see like some of the small like cornerbacks come over come up and run like they can tackle him without wrapping him up, yeah, like they're just gonna knock him down, and they just bounce off of him and he keeps running yeah, for another three or four doesn't but i just I just don't think i I don't know. Um, the, the, I'm still not an urban Meyer fan. Really? I'm not. No, come on. But after all he's done for your team, no,
1: would you rather have Luke, uh, fickle? No,
0: no, no, (laughs) I'm still on the fire fickle bandwagon. Um, Uh... but that, that's that's another aspect of it. If you watch the Alabama game, you know that the Ohio state defense only played well on like every third drive. And so they'd they'd let Alabama just kind of roll for two drives and then and then we'd have to get a stop to keep from losing the game.
1: Mm. And
0: you're not going to do that against Oregon and win a game. Well, you do that for two drives and you're out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Oregon, you know, here here's I think this will be the, the deciding factor. Oregon um, is a great at, at playing up tempo. Mm-hmm. You know, they're great at playing fast and and when they are in control of the game, and when they can dictate the tempo, and when they're ahead of the game and and they have their foot on the gas pedal, they're good to go. Mm-hmm. Here's where Oregon's not good. When they have to play from behind, they are not a play from behind team. And we saw that in the Arizona game. Uh, we saw that last year against Stanford. You know, um th- th- there was one time where uh, they they got real like in the fourth quarter of that Stanford game last year, they finally woke up and started making points and started converting. Uh, but it was too late. Like they Mm -hmm. couldn't catch up, you know? Um, Whereas I think about like Florida state, for example, they are a come from behind team. Right. And all (laughs) season long, they've come from behind. So I think what will be really telling is after the first quarter, maybe the first quarter and a half, you know, before halftime, I think it'll be, that will be to me, the deciding factor. If Oregon is up by two touchdowns, then I think they got a good shot at Mm -hmm. blowing it open second half. If it's a close game or if they're down by a score, it, it could go either way in yeah. my opinion yeah. i think it could swing either way
0: well the the thing is um with oregon um if they they rely so heavily on the offense putting up so many points but th- this year i think the defense is actually good on oregon but so but but you have to keep your defense on the field so long if you're going to score touchdowns in less than a minute mm mm-hmm. Your defense is on the game, so so you score six touchdowns. Yeah. So that's like twelve minutes that your offense is on the field. That means that the defense has to play for forty-eight minutes and keep the other team from from scoring. that we know, whole time. I
1: mean, t- time of possession has never <laughs> been a big issue for yeah. Oregon. Like you know, most of the time you look at time of possession and that's a factor in terms of who's winning the game. If you mm-hmm. have the ball for more than you know, then you're winning the game. But with Oregon, you know they they don't care about time of possession. The defense is actually used to that. Like they're 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 right. conditioned. You know, whereas like um at the end of the Florida State game in the Rose Bowl, mean, um, you saw the Florida State guys pretty much just gave up. Like they mm. were they were physically defeated. They were mentally how
0: embarrassing they just walked off the field. Oh
1: yeah, they yeah, they're just like we're we're done. We're out. Yeah, that was I I, re- I read some articles like um you know basically kind of saying how Florida State was was uh um you know physically uh, you know, how, how they had physically been outplayed, how they mentally been outplayed. And then he, he wrote, the guy wrote, he goes, and apparently they were, they were so tired after that game. They, they were too tired to even go shake the other team's hands. They had to go back <laughs> to their locker
0: room. Well, like, uh, they were showing the highlights cause you know, uh, Kirk Herbstreit made a big deal about it. And they, I was, I was watching it again. They were walking down in the tunnel back to the locker room before the clock had even run out. Oh, Wow like there's like 3 or 4 seconds and you see the Florida State team and in the tunnel on the way to the they're locker They're already room. in the tunnel. Yeah, and it's like, wow. I mean, come on coaches. You you can coach a yeah. team a little better than yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So, but all that to say, their defense um is used to playing, you know, up tempo mm-hmm. where they're having to be on the field and all that. Here's my concern. Um it didn't end up being a factor in the Florida State Rose Bowl game, but Oregon's number 1 corner Ifo, Ekere Alamu is out and and he is, in my opinion, I mean he's an All-American. He has been for the last two years. He, he is the glue for that defense. Uh, he reminds me, in a way, kind of a Richard Sherman, you know, lockdown kind of guy where you don't have to worry about that side of the field mm-hmm. that you know EFO I- who's got it covered. And it didn't end up being a factor for the Florida State game. But here's my concern. If Ohio State can exploit it, which... I personally think Urban Meyer is a great coach. I don't know what your problem is, man. <laughs> I mean, I think Urban Meyer is in is in uh, uh, consideration for coach of the year in my oh, opinion. Oh yeah, he will. Um,
0: if, if especially if they win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if they win, because yeah. I mean, all he's done is taken you know scraps and bits and pieces and somehow won games. You know, I mean, I think Urban Meyer is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if Urban Meyer is a good coach, which I think he is. I think he's going to find a way to exploit that mismatch. Um because right now they they got they got a uh, uh, hill Troy Hill on one side and I can't remember the dude's name the the backup cornerback, but I mean he's not a, you know, he's not all American. Uh he he is not Efo Ekereolu, so that would be But a- he has
0: gotten a decent amount of playing time because of the way Oregon runs their defense. Right. He
1: he, he he's gotten a amount of, a decent amount of playing time, but he's he's not that all American uh caliber and honestly i was quite surprised that florida state did not try to exploit that mismatch more they tried a couple times and he actually did pretty decent covering but i would say look for ohio state early in the game to try to go deep on on a, on that side uh where the backup is whatever his name <laughs> is um I, you know i say uh their ohio state's um offensive line has been great mm-hmm. blocking for the running back um so I mean, there there's some there's some good there's some good Well uh, that was
0: the, the other thing about the uh, the Alabama game, Ohio State Alabama game. Like if you watched did you watch the game? Mm,
1: well, I, here's the funny thing. I watched about uh a quarter and a half when it was 21-6. I was at my dad's house watching <laughs> the Rose Bowl. I'm like, "Oh, 21-6, Alabama's going to lose." And I just went home.
0: You mean Ohio State's going to lose?
1: Sorry, oh. I keep saying Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 21-6, Al, you know, um Alabama's going to win the game. Ohio State's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm just going to go home. I went home, you know, I'm hanging out at home and, you know, Melanie, and I are downstairs. We're in the kitchen. I pull out my phone. I'm like, I wonder what the final score was. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what, one. I'm just like, I was shocked. I did the same thing with Michigan state
0: because Michigan state was playing Baylor, I think. And, oh, and, and they, they were up, down by like 20 some yeah, points. And they ended up winning. Yeah. And I turned it off. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to watch another big team, big 10 team lose. And then I should have watched the game. Boom. Um, I should, make sure we're
1: not sick. no it was um yeah, it has one of those things I, I wish i would have watched more of it but i didn't so but
0: anyway if you watch the game like that was smash mouth football at its finest i mean if you, there were so many hard hits so much mm. in the guts trenches hitting going, just going on. right up the middle yeah just, and i was like yeah. man that that was like a hard fought hard won game and that and that and that's what ended up making it possible for Ohio state to win the last time we played Oregon Mm -hmm. was Oregon. Wasn't ready for the smash mouth. Um, in the, in the sense that like we were able to run it down the gut, which opens up the passing on the sides and the option and all that stuff.
1: Well, and, and historically Oregon has not been known as, you know, a big tough, you know, um, uh, type of team. And, you know, and you hear a lot of people talking about that, you know, Oh, Oregon, you know, they're, they're just all about speed and, you know, finesse, which I think they are. But I think this year, more than other years, I've seen Oregon is is more of a tough team. You know that second game of the season where they beat Michigan State. Uh, obviously, the Florida State game. Um, I I think Oregon showed uh, the, uh, when they played Stanford. I think this year they've been able to hopefully put to bed the notion that they aren't a tough team, that they aren't a physical team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they still aren't like a a huge huge team like you would think Alabama where. You know, I mean, what is it last year? Like, uh, um, seven, uh, seven offensive linemen from Alabama got drafted in the NFL or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So you know, they they still aren't big like that, but you know, I think Oregon has done a good job of improving that notion that they're just a small, weak, fast team. So it'll it'll be interesting. You know what I
0: think the the best improvement of Oregon's image has been because of what is Marcus Mariota yeah because he's humble likeable like, he's a christian which obviously improves my image of him yeah but like he's not he's not out there like talking about how he's all that and like he's gonna like that was the thing i couldn't stand about the ducks especially with chip kelly It's just hey, we're, we're fast we're fast like i remember that at the news conference when they were playing the buckeyes and then someone asked him about you know um how you we were going to defend uh terrell Pryor or something i was like his response was we're fast <laughs> that's, that's all he said. It's like we're fast. I'm like, okay, we're well, fast too. It's it's the it's um like the top of the the top of the Big Ten and the top of the Pac-12. Both teams are fast. Yeah. So you don't get there without having fast players, yeah. and uh, but Marcus Mariota just has never been that guy no. where he's just talking trash about everyone else and how great he is, and that makes that goes a long way to pave a good image Image. for any team.
1: And I think also, I mean, you alluded to Chip Kelly, you know, and, and I mean, I was a Chip Kelly fan because, you know, I mean, he's, he's a winner, you know, he's got a great offensive mind and all the rest, but I mean, he's rough around the edges, Mm -hmm. you know, he's very, you know, harsh. Um, And you've seen some of that with him at the Eagles and stuff where now he's like in charge of, you know, they've restructured the front office. And now Chip Kelly's in charge of all, you know, personnel decisions. And I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened behind closed doors that mm-hmm. led to that. But anyway, um, you know, so even though I was a, a Chip Kelly fan, I think Mark Helfrich is a much more likable guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's easier to talk to. You know, he's not as abrasive. And then, of course, yeah, Marcus Mariota. Like, it, it, I think it's it's hard after several years of, of Heisman winners. Like, you know, I mean, he, you got Jameis Winston uh you, you know you, you got johnny football you know and you know just all this stuff. Mm-hmm. which i mean <laughs> he's no longer johnny football he's now johnny manzel you know which <laughs> which you know <laughs> i think is very telling right. like no one calls him johnny football mm-hmm. anymore because he's just a regular kid trying to play quarterback in the nfl and not doing a good job right, of it yep. but you know you got these winners who are you know they're they're brash and they get into off field trouble and all their antics and just childish things, Mm -hmm. you know, childish things. And now you got a guy like Marcus, uh, who is quiet. He leads by example. Mm -hmm. Um, he's not really loud. I mean, super soft spoken, but very humble. And he's got a ton of respect for his teammates. He's got a ton of respect for his coach. And you see that. And I I would agree. I think, um, that's been a real, uh, I, I would even go so far as to say, I think for the state of Oregon, it's been, um, not that I'm an Oregonian, I'm, I live in Washington, but for the state of Oregon, I think that's been a really big uh, win for the state of Oregon to have a guy. Uh, and I think, I honestly think he'll go down in Oregon history. Uh, I don't know about national history, but I think in Oregon history, he'll go down as as one of the the greatest Oregon athletes, you know, to come out mm-hmm. of the state.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And um, those, you know, just the the humility. That's what I loved about JT Barrett. I mean, he was just always humble. He, mm-hmm. he was never never bragging. That's one of the reasons I didn't like Cardale Jones when he came in is because he would already kind of had some off-field controversy oh. about talking smack when he's the third-string quarterback. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I don't, we're going to get some idiot in here, and he's going to think he's all that and ruin everything because uh, we've gotten used to a humble leader. But, um, yeah, so I, we'll see. I, I don't have my hopes up. Uh, like after after the Big Ten championship game, everything else is just icing. I mean, like, yeah, like because I just didn't expect us to even get to that point early in the season. And I'm, so I'm,
1: I'm telling you I'm telling you, I'll say it right now. i I think Oregon will win. Um mm-hmm. I hope they'll win. But I'm gonna say it right now. I would not be surprised in the least if Ohio State wins this game because they have shown all the critics. They have defied all the expectations. And they have won games, and they've done it in a pretty convincing fashion.
0: It should be a really good game. I think because so. Because both teams are like a huge snowball rolling downhill right now. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and that's exactly it. You don't have the normal SEC, you know, Alabama versus Florida say that everyone would have picked. You know, mm-hmm. you, you don't have the typical. And that's, that's what I love about this new college football playoff. I hope they expand it. I hope mm-hmm. they go eight teams, you know. What
0: oh. I, what I, th- I was looking, there's like 11 conferences.
1: Oh yeah. Cause you got, you got the, the group of five and the yeah. other five. And,
0: and so all you need is eight conferences to have, have championship games. And there's your first round. Mm. And then you have the eight teams to do, to do two rounds of playoffs. And then like, that's a good playoff. Yeah. You now, now you're talking, now so, you're talking. And then the, the thing I like about that is it takes all of the bias out. You don't need the committee anymore. You don't need the polls anymore. It's just whoever wins the conferences goes to those, to those eight slots. And then whoever wins all the way through is the national champion. So you're
1: saying not even having the committee, just just purely using it on conference championship. Yeah. Of course now, but then you have those, uh, you you know, the naysayers would be like, well, what about, you know, a scenario where you have two really, really good teams in a conference and they play each other, you know, and and one wins Um, like, okay, for example, here we go. Uh, Let's say, uh, Arizona and Oregon played in the Pac 12 championship. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, um, you know, for, for sake of argument, Oregon was undefeated, went into the championship 11 0. And let's say uh, Arizona had one loss and they were 10 1. Let's say Arizona beats Oregon. Now both teams are 11 and 1, but Arizona won the championship, but Oregon's just as good of a team. It came down to like double overtime. You know what I mean?
0: I think you have to win your conference. Oh,
1: man, that's harsh. You have to win your con- like and that's I would and I would
0: say the same thing for if you can if you're not strong enough to win your conference, you don't deserve to go on the next round. The, the team that beat you deserves to go on. Ooh. And uh, I just I don't know, I think I think you have to win your conference. One, the one reason I really like that, if you go to an 8 team playoff and it's by committee, you're going to have four SEC teams in the playoff games potentially. And, and although
1: I was I was happy with the way the 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 playoffs and you know, I was happy with the way the committee chose mm-hmm. that you know that they didn't try to put squeeze two in there and um you know and obviously it helped that um you know whoever uh mississippi lost uh you know earlier on but you know i don't know i still think you need humans i don't think you can just make it black and white but i
0: don't know i think if as long as it's as long as it's not black and white you much always, controversy you're always going to have the people that come up and say like like after after ohio state beat alabama Everyone's saying, well, Alabama just played played poorly. They just played a bad game. Mm. And so that's why they didn't win. I'm like, the reason Alabama played poorly is because Ohio State played well and stopped them from playing well. Like, if you, <laughs> it's yeah. not that they played poorly, it's that Ohio State played better and they won. Yeah. And so, like, if you, if you, as long as you don't have like a definitive system, you just keep, well, Ohio State doesn't deserve to be there because Alabama just played well you know
1: yeah well you know regardless it's gonna be uh i'm excited for this game um it's the game that uh i I don't think anyone expected it and it's the game that i'm excited about Mm -hmm. because it's so new and fresh and it's not an sec team Mm -hmm. or two for that matter remember that one time auburn and alabama and you're just like oh give me a break was it
0: auburn out or lsu and alabama
1: oh yeah yeah that's sorry i think that's what it was lsu alabama and uh, you know, you're just like give me a break. Which
0: I don't like Alabama, man, I hate LSU. <laughs> I just, and I and that's because I hate Les Miles, just as like and I maybe all teams do this and I just don't know about it, but like he promises scholarships to students oh. that aren't guaranteed a spot on the team. Mm. and so they come, they don't make it on the team, and then they're out. They they don't get to go to the school. They don't get the scholarship. Yeah, so they have college, to go somewhere right? else. I'm like, that That seems a
1: little uh, iffy. Yeah, no, it does seem iffy. So it'll be a great game. Yeah. May the best man win. Man. And whatever and, happens, it'll, it will it was a fun season. It was, it was a fun season, and mm-hmm. to, to know that we are a part of history. We are a part of the first mm-hmm. ever playoff college football Which playoff I championship.
0: Like, it's huge for me because ohio state got all those sanctions
1: and you weren't part of the very first ever big 10 i remember you right, mentioning no, that, that.
0: Man, it's just not right for ohio state to not even be able to have a shot because yeah you guys
1: you guys weren't bowl eligible that mm-hmm. very first year when because um, i remember uh oregon made it uh mm-hmm. the very pac-12 and big 10 both at the same year had a conference championship game oregon made it in the very first ever mm-hmm. pac-12 championship we won against ucla but Ohio State was not bowl eligible yep. that year.
0: So at least we've made it to the point where we're in the first playoff It'll be good. National championship. It'll be good. So
1: we should do we should do something like uh, whoever loses has to like shave their head, you know, something <laughs> like that. We got we, we gotta come up with some like crazy uh, Oh,
0: yeah, whoever whoever loses has to wear the other team's shirt. Oh. But this is an audio podcast, so you know we could just make it all up and no one would ever know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, good stuff.
0: All right. So there you there you have it. The Ducks Bucks episode of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Yep, now, yep. we we do want to tell you to come back because we're going to have more interviews, some more great episodes coming up. In fact, next week, uh, now that we've got the other episode that you and I did that never aired way back in the day. So <laughs> so that'll be going up this next week. And then uh, I've got some other interviews and stuff we're working on for for this year. I think it's going to be a great year. I'm uh, really excited about it, and uh, just wanted to start off the year with something fun with Worship Ministry, worship ministry Catalyst. So that's
1: right, and th- yeah, and th- this isn't this isn't normally us. Nor- we don't <laughs> we don't usually spend an entire episode; just usually some of the episode.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, probably the next episode we'll probably talk a little bit more football.
1: We'll have to because because
0: we have to debrief the game because
1: one of us will be a winner, right? And one of us will be a loser. Yeah. But oh! then, but then
0: after that, we probably just won't talk about football until next college football yeah. season rolls around, unless the Seahawks get in the.
1: Seahawks, Bowl, oh don't get me sorry they might yeah. they might they're making a bid for getting another run at the Super Bowl we'll see what happens yeah.
0: so so there's uh, there's your 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 duck buck episode Ducks and, and bucks. Uh, we'll see you next time make sure you check us out online www facebook.com worship mystery and twitter.com WM catalyst Send an email to David at worshipministrycatalyst.com or, or
1: kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com and
0: leave a voicemail at 360-818-4339. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.
1: Bye.